Welcome to Psychos and Sociopaths. Today we're going to go uh, talk about Robert, what was the last name again? Mosley. Mosley? Mo- Mo- move the mic uh, in, like in front of you. In front of your mouth. No, in front of your mouth. Back there? Right there? Yeah. Uh, Robert Mosley, M-A-U. Mosley. Yeah, Mosley. Yeah, and for uh, our listeners, Johnny's not going to be on the... Uh, it, I think he said he's going to take him a uh, sabbatical for this. It's nothing against us. He's having some personal life issues, so and he's going to talk. He's going to come on a uh, nerd sports tomorrow. But by the time this rolls out, which is going to be next Saturday, because uh, we took the Christmas vacation off, I just pumped out a couple episodes for that week. I mean, Chris, Christmas time, I was just busy doing like 50,000 different things. Uh but back to Robert. Uh he was an English serial killer and killed four people with three of the killings taking place in prison after receiving a life sentence for a murder. Initial reports false statement he ate part of the brain which dubbed him the name Hannibal the Cannibal. Uh and also the brain eater amongst other prisoners. How how many nicknames do a lot of is most of the inmates when they're in, in jail just that's where they get most of their nicknames at the time? No, they get a nickname from the street. Oh, that's reason why. Turn it around. Yeah, uh, the when it says tornado. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. See the, the bigger difference. I mean, you know, but. I mean, most of the street names get in prison or something like that, don't they? No, they get uh, off the street. Their aliases come with them when they come to jail. Uh, but, but a lot of the uh, newspapers found out throughout the autopsies and everything that these uh, allegations were false, so, but he still got the name. It's one of those things, it's like uh, the uh, your name is Mud, the reason why your name is Mud. <laughs> You know that one? What was it again? Your name is Mud. Oh. You know yeah. you know the the story about that. Uh-uh, I don't. Uh, hold on. I'll go the origin. Uh, this uh, the saying "Your name is Mud" uh, is referring to Dufflin Samuel Mud, who uh, treated John Wilkes Booth after he was assassinated. Uh, President Abraham Lincoln. Oh, okay. That's the reason why people, your name is Mud. It's synonymous with that. So he, he kind of looked at, he fixed John Real Booth's leg. Yeah. Oh, okay. But after that, it, it's one of those, uh, what was it, historical mark? This is the only reason why I know this is because of National, Lampo- uh, National uh, Treasury with mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It was on there. So oh, okay. You, you, I get freaking references from a lot of stuff in my life, and I research it, and that's where I get it all. But back to Robert. Uh, early life, he was uh, one of 12 children, so apparently they were Catholic. They were. <laughs> uh, born in Spike, Liverpool, spent his early years in a Catholic, Catholic uh, orphanage in uh, Crosby. Crosby. Crosby? Yeah. Oh, uh, at the age of eight, uh, Robert's 
parents was relieved by uh, uh he was relieved by his parents. retrieved well retrieved by his man i am not here right now need to take your eyeballs out and clean them uh, probably uh Retreated by his parents and subject to a routine of physical abuse until he was eventually removed uh, from uh, their care by social services. Uh, later stated that he was raped as a co- uh, child and uh, such early abuse had left deep psychological scars. Uh, this is another case where uh, the individual that started doing like horrible things was like abused as a child. I mean... I, would, I try to tell people it's like it's like a eighty two percent chance that the abuse and everything like that and the person turns to crime or gets you know uh, doesn't care anymore about human life so he starts killing. I mean, but I know like lots of people that have had like abusive parents and everything and they just they excel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still have the emotional scars and everything, but I mean. Most of your Navy SEALs or Spec Ops or anything like that, they're damaged yeah. to the point to where they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why they excel in that kind of career field. <clears throat> but as a teenager during the uh, 1960s, Robert was a sex worker in London using his income to support his drug addiction he was forced to seek psychological help. Psychiatric help. Psychological and psychiatric. psychiatric same thing. Psychological and psychiatric help is the same thing. It if literally you, is. If you say so. It is. If you say so. It, it's not what says psychiatric here, but not psychological. Fuck you, Dad. Love you, too. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Help after several suicide attempts. Oh, he wasn't a winner. No. Uh, it was during his talk with doctors that he claimed that, that to hear voices uh, tell him to kill his parents, which there probably weren't voices. It was just him. It's like, maybe you should kill those motherfuckers. Uh, he quoted as saying, if I had killed my parents in the 70s, none of these people would have died, which is kind of the... One of the uh, Mendez brothers. Yeah, you know, case because probably if he killed his kid back in, or his parent back in nineteen seventy, he'd be in jail and be out on the street to kill people. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it really does make yeah. sense. It was like, wow, we got a reporter with those murders. Well, no, three of the murders were actually prisoners. He's only convicted of actual one legitimate uh, murder and oh, outside, okay. and that was a uh, uh, manslaughter. Yeah, the other counts were in prison. Mm. So, there's your theory there, buddy. Well, I guess that you can fix stupid. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Uh, the murders, uh, the one, uh, the first one was in 1974. Uh, Robert uh, Gerrute? Gerrute. Oh, choked him. You know, piano wire around the neck thing. Yeah. Uh, John Farewell and Wood Green London. Uh, Farrell picked up uh, Robert for sex, showing him pictures of uh, children. He had sexual uh, abused. Robert uh, surrendered himself to police. Oh, okay. So, man, that's... I kind of don't feel bad for this guy now. No. After reading this, it's, like, it's one of those situations. He's like, okay, you got this, 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 and this, and you start 
you start like diving more into because the whole breeze this most of the time when i get my serial killers is just something that just pops up now i'm like okay uh, maybe he's not that bad of a guy he kind of provided a service to the public by killing some guy yeah but I, I, I was reading. See, they didn't. The article I was reading, uh, reading in the what is this? The DailyMail.com. dot uh, com. It it just saying it, it doesn't even give me any uh, full details of reason why he was he's in there. He's just oh he's a bad person. And everything he did this and this. Uh, but it just it gives you uh, a small amount. And it, it didn't even say the reason why he did kill him. Yeah. So. But anyways, back to the killers. Uh, he surrendered himself to the police saying he's uh, he needed uh, psychiatric care. Uh, Robert was found unfit to stand trial and instead was sent to uh, Broadmoor Hospital. Broadmoor. Broadmoor Hospital. In 1977, he was he and another resident... Uh, David Cheeseman? Yeah, Cheeseman. Okay, I'm thinking, I was, never heard that last name. Uh, locked him, uh, uh, locked themselves up in a cell with a third patient, David Francis, a convicted child molester. They tortured him to death over the period of nine hours after the incident. Robert was confessed, uh, uh convicted of manslaughter. Manslaughter and then sent to Wakefield Prison. Man, he's just doing Lord's work right there. Yeah. Maybe he should have done eight hours instead of the nine hours. He might have got off on it. Probably. But you know, what you know what what probably uh, happened? He was doing the eight hours because nobody really wants to put in eight hours work anyway. Yeah. Maybe about six, but they probably figured out a newer uh, newer torture to do with him. Yeah. That's the reason why the nine hours. They did a little bit of overtime with that. Yeah, but like nine, nine hours over after the eight hour, hour after the eight hours is overtime to get time and a half on him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> huh? I'd say that. <laughs> In 1978, Robert killed two fellow uh, prisoners in Wakefield Prison in one day. Uh, his first victim was Stanley Drawwood. Uh, convicted of manslaughter of his wife, damn again, not really upset. Uh, had uh, invited Darwell to his cell where he uh, garroted and stabbed him before hiding his body underneath his bed. He then attempted to lure another prisoner into a cell, but uh, but all ref- uh, refused. Robert then prowled the uh, wing hunting. For his second victim, eventually cornering and stabbing prisoner Robert uh, Bill Roberts to death, he hacked at Roberts' skull with a makeshift dagger and then multiple times stuck his head uh, against the uh, struck his head against the wall. Robert claimed uh, calmly walked into the wing's office, placed the dagger on the table, and told the officers that, uh, that the next roll count will be too short. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh fuck me running! Wow. Well, that, that's all on this well, Wikipedia page. Uh, going to the Daily Mail, uh, but um, I, I, that's the only bad thing about having two de- separate uh, 
style of uh, laptops. I can't send. I can't like uh, airdrop it. Well, I'm on the news page on that Wikipedia. You talking about that? Uh... Dailymail.com. Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. Did you go to it? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm at right now. Okay. Uh, but they're saying one of the UK's most dangerous serial killers will die in a underground glass box after his last-ditch uh, appeal to live alongside other prisoners was rejected. See, this is the thing. Okay, that's the thing about this whole thing. I was reading the Wikipedia uh, page and mm-hmm. getting all the information out there for this guy. And then you go back and you read the news article. Mm-hmm. And they're just basically, I was like, he was a piece of shit and everything like that. And, you know, hands down, what he did was wrong. Yeah, that's true. You know, you just go through the justice system and everything like that. But you look at it, and you're like, but in all reality, every motherfucker would probably do that except those freaking idiots that just believe that, like, pedophilia or well, like the child jail. abuse is a life choice. It's like jail and prison to people that are in the United States if they're child molesters and stuff like that, they have them in a, a special pod so they're away from general population and general population would kill them. Yeah. Uh, we, we, our, ours was a... Uh, uh, was our, da, 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 da. I'm trying to think. Not one building. Two building? Is there a two or three? No, it was two building. Two building we have a... Uh, was our... Uh, uh, child molesters? Uh, it was general... Population child molesters, mm. uh, uh, but they basically—I mean, they, they, there's this story that keeps on going around that I, uh, I constantly see of a uh, guy was in a, a cell with a uh, uh, child molester, and he ended up killing the child molester in prison. Uh, I know the guy; mm-hmm. yeah, he was at the All Red Unit, yeah. and. Luckily, I wasn't on shift when it happened because those two people got fired. Because what it, well, the whole story about it, uh, the whole story about this guy is he went to jail. Uh, originally, he went to jail for tickets. Yeah. And then he went to, uh, then he was in a cell with the child molester, and the guy was boasting how he raped these kids. So the guy killed him. That's why you got the uh, manslaughter charge mm-hmm. or murder charge. Well, now he's in the all red unit. They, it's in his records what happened. Mm-hmm. And they, the, I don't know if it was the warden or whatever, fucked up, put him in the same cell as a, a child molester. And guess what? The child molester just did the same thing. I boasted how he, like, uh, diddled kids he was a chomo blah 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 and then he ended up dying because the guy like pulled the uh power cord and choked him out kill him and uh what it, uh reason why he got away uh re- reason why he was able to do it was because the basic fact is both the officers were sick so they didn't do their regular rounds oh okay and uh <clears throat> then about uh uh, not breakfast. Yeah, it was breakfast. It wasn't dinner count. Dinner count was already done. But uh, during breakfast, the guy went to the sergeant's desk and was like, "Hey, I just now can tell you this, but my Sully's dad, I killed him." So they went down, checked it out, put him in the sag, 
uh, or 11 building for security reasons and everything. And he finally got the trial, and that's the reason why. I mean, he just killed serial killers. Yeah. So. He just killed a baby, a child molester. Yeah, Chomo. But, that, I mean, you look at the article itself, and he's just. Uh, I mean, they mentioned a little bit who killed child molester, one wife killer, and was told that this week that he uh, would be in, incarcerated in a glass box until he dies. But he's actually uh, just like uh, Charles Bronson. Not the actor, uh, the uh, uh, UK's most dangerous uh, criminal. Mm. Uh, Never heard of him. There's a movie about him. It's called mm. Charles Bronson with uh, Tom Hardy. It's mm-hmm. actually a, it's it's a weird uh, movie because it's uh, it, it's more or less kind of like clockwork. Uh, it, it's done like a clockwork. Orange type thing, which the movie, another movie, I did, couldn't finish. I never watched it. Everybody's like, "Oh, we're praising this because it's Stanley Kubrick." I was like, "Man, I could barely stand the stand." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't like his movies. Yeah, I never watched that one either. The Stand. Mm-hmm. I watched bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I tried so hard. I just don't. It's one of those things. It's uh, people that are art- artistic and they're saying or, or critics it's like oh this is, this is like eyes wide shut I couldn't yeah. even stand that movie and that that movie had like a lot of sex scenes and it'd be one yeah. of those things it's like maybe I should watch this and I couldn't I just like you know that one movie like that took a lot of years to make that son of a gun yeah well I think it was already made but they have, they were trying to get the uh, uh, rated R rating instead of the NC-17 mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies like that. It was like Showgirls was the first movie that ever had the NC-17 because it had so much nudity in it. I'm like, and then you watch it and it's like, the only thing going for it is the nudity. The acting is shit. The storyline is shit. I mean, the whole thing yeah. is just shit. And the only thing going for it is TNA. I mean, it's yeah. it's literally, I mean, I know porn uh, pornos that have better freaking storylines yeah i mean even oh i'm a i'm a plumber i'm here to clean out your pipes that's a better storyline than that freaking movie yeah but shout out to maria she'll get that joke <laughs> oh i told did i told you about our uh super fan right you finally got to meet our super fan yeah you said something about it yeah you mentioned something about it yeah it was freaking i had a good time we watched the oh uh, <laughs> You know what uh, Mazda and Miata, right? The yeah. really, really small ones? Yeah. I mean, this guy filled up both freaking seats. Damn. And when he, he <laughs> She drove by. Then she did a U-turn to go uh, check this out. She's like, I, I, I got to get some cash anyways. And literally the car was like, he got out. I never, I, I, I've seen a, a couple of times I've seen a car bounce like that, but that, that was a good bounce. Yeah, I had one like that when I worked at a, a liquor store. There's a convenience, there's a convenience store across the street. I saw this car come in. I, I literally, the right hand side of the car was dragging, and then when the person got out, it's a, it's whoop like that, and I, and I, I actually heard a. Ah! <laughs> And then when that person got back into the car, it went, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And where I work, we had a guy that, it's a, 
he had to have somebody help him in the shower because he couldn't fit into the shower and they made and he couldn't use the small soaps because he couldn't fit around so they made him a big bar of soap yeah and when the county that he was withholding for came and got him that legum car was it leaned about a 45 degree angle and, and scraping the side going down the road yeah that's oh, a lot of prisoners like those make those big bars of soap yeah, but they take one, the yeah little ones the, make a big bar, but this is because he couldn't use a small bar. So no, and then some of them's because they're they're like big guys and everything. Yeah, this guy's about about four hundred pounds. Yeah, but uh, in nineteen eighty three, Robert was deemed too dangerous for a normal cell. Uh, prison authorities built a two cell unit in the basement of Wakefield Prison due to his his. Uh, history of violence when out uh, outside his cell he is escorted by at least four pr- uh, prison officers uh his cell will do this in the uh, america uh style uh stuff uh 18 by 15 yeah or if you want to use the communist language uh 5.5 by 4 by 5 meters uh the two cells are uh, slightly larger than average and have uh, large bulletproof windows through which uh, he can be uh, observed. Oh, see, this is this, uh, this is almost the same thing as Charles Bronson, but he actually, what's strange about him, though, is uh, he ended up making uh, books, exercise books. Mm, really? Yeah. It, it, I mean, they're actually, uh, I ended up reading one and it's good workout routine, mm-hmm. like uh, small spaces and everything, which I'm reading. I need to redo. I need to do that. And, uh, I wonder if they have, uh, let's see here. Prison style workout, uh, books. They probably do. Oh, did you not? Uh, that was another. Uh, uh, Solitary Fitness by Charles Bronson. There we go. Yeah, they got a couple of them. Oh, uh, Dewey. Is it spelled the same way as regular Charles Bronson? Yeah. Uh, Charles uh, B R O N S O N. I'm looking up and I'm finding Charles Charles Bronson movies. Uh, put in uh, solitary fitness. Well, I'm trying to take the movie that you're talking about, Charles Bronson. Oh, uh, look up Tim Hardy. Tim Hardy. Yeah, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Charles Alter Sabador. I wonder if that was that the movie that was it? I thought it was called Charles Bronson. It may not be because I, I look at looked it up. I see, I see the Infinity Chamber, Warrior, The Drop, Legend. Lawless, taboo, scenes of a sexual nature, lock, this means war. Oh, by the way, that means war is a neat movie. 
This means war. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the same one. I love that movie. That's actually that's a really one, good movie. Well, it, it's actually got a guy with our last name in the book in the movie. Yeah, I know. That's the whole reason why same you like it so yeah, much. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Tom Hardy. There we go. If you go to I uh, IMDb, that's where I'm going right now. I actually like how he got uh he fixed himself. You know, it's one of those things. I'm, the only thing he does now is like coffee. That's mm-hmm. his, his drug of choice now. Is Tom Hardy? Yeah. Taboo. You had the right guy. Bronson. That's what the uh, movie's called. Oh, okay. Bronson. I knew it was something like that. <clears throat> but no, it, that was another another guy who they had to make uh, special arrangements because uh, that guy, Charles Bronson, he actually uh, uh, caused a riot because he wanted better tea. Mm. He was he was so destructive. They had a, I mean, you, you can watch the movie. It's actually a pretty decent movie. It's just a weird type movie. I just watched, it was one of those movies that you watch because you're, it, it's the only reason why I watched it was because I was a correction officer at the time. I oh, okay, like, yeah. Okay, I finally found it. Yeah. But his workout, his workout routine, he, he kept himself fit. It's actually, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, that's the end of this episode. Uh, by the way, and uh, uh, for Valentine's Day, we're going to get it all set up. Hopefully by two weeks into January, where we actually do the uh, uh, commercial for it. So we have a month to get everybody's uh, name and everything to uh, for the winter. We're going to do a murder basket. Uh, it's 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 still going to be like it's going to be like a. a it's not going to be weird, but it's going to have weird stuff in it. Because I found, <laughs> I found like uh, scope, uh, skull bath bombs mm-hmm. and uh, a knife with blood on it, bath bombs. I mean, they, they have a lot of bath bombs. I was thinking about doing the hoarder part because they have like Freddy Krueger's bath bombs and everything like that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still diving in on all the stuff I'm going to put into it and everything like that. I can find some, maybe we can find some more neat stuff to go in it or something. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, for a Valentine, I know what movie I'm going to put in there. I don't know if I'm going to do, but the only thing is, is I don't know what, uh, if I'm going to actually put the DVD, because a lot of people don't do DVDs anymore. But, so I married Axe Murder. Oh, okay. That because I, I was talking, uh, we were talking to a couple of our, uh, uh, a couple of my friends what movie to put in there. I'm like, oh, you got to put in, like, Silence of the I was like, no. That was too, nah. No, not that it, one. Yeah, well, uh, but check us out on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, uh, and just com. Uh, we're going to just do it to where you comment and share the page. It shows up, uh, or we do it on Facebook. But I'm David Dickerman, and I'm Wesley Dickerman, and this is Psychos and Sociopaths. Thank you for watching, everybody. <laughs>